advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I I am... So faster. I am I am so fucking with me, Todd. You say funny things. All right, after a short delay. Jesus. <clears throat> Actually, it's been a week now, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Friday. We're recording Friday. this lifetime, yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck! We're anyway. approaching. We're approaching the speed of light, though. It didn't seem that that, no. that long to us, right? No. Um, we're happy yeah. right now. We're in good mood. It's fine. Like, yeah, it's fucking la- great. Yeah, yeah, laughter. Yeah, and stuff. What happy thoughts? Funny yeah. things and not hmm. technology fucking you in the keister for forty five hmm. minutes. Stupid. Furry babies. Furry Internet. babies. Furry babies. Mm-hmm. Furry babies. Yeah. What do you think of when you think of furry babies? Furry babies? Yeah. First thought, something from like a circus. I think about like, <laughs> like those, little wolf, those little wolf baby boys. Yeah. yeah Me the, too. The ones Me that too. have the hairy face. Is that what you think of? Yeah. Dave thought of animals. Oh. No, I, I thought of them. two furries having sex. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, making a furry baby. Yes. Wow. I yeah. think of that. You don't have to say furry baby. <laughs> I call that masturbation. <laughs> That's that's furry bation. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. furry nation masturbation. Yeah, I have a tattoo on my back. I don't want to. Oh. I don't want to talk about the furry oh, nation yeah. masturbation. Yeah, yeah. And I shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah. What's your favorite type of furry? Like, what do they got to be furry as? I'm all doggy style. Yeah. Doggy style. Yeah. So it's a doggy furry, like a, like a fox or something. Fox qualifies. Yeah, yeah. that works. That's good. I do it. It's good. Not I cats think, though. I'd be into it, but only if the if the furry doggy looked like a furry version of Snoop Dogg. Oof, you're that's, into that? That makes you more into it? That's the only way I would be into it, because it would be so ludicrous. <laughs> like, if I had to be in. Oh, now you're bringing ludicrous into this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. Man, what kind of weird rap sex fantasy do yeah. you have over there? You want to fuck Snoop Dogg yeah. while ludicrous yeah. watches, uh, and, and after, they're wearing furry costumes. After they get done, they're going to have a glass of iced tea. That's right. Uh, oh. That's, yeah. Yeah. Ludicrous is a Muppet. Of, it's yeah. Muppet Ludicrous. Yeah, and then they, and then they have to go see Dr. Dre for the STDs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> wow, I like yeah. where it's going. They could eat some M and M's when they're not. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's true. true. Only green ones. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I got awkward fast. Yeah, yeah. That could be our new T-shirt. <laughs> I got awkward fast. <laughs> I got awkward fast. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. I want one that says, "What's your DPH?" What the fuck is that? Or your DPM? Dicks per minute. Ah, uh, yeah. Dicks per hour. Yeah. You should. So you got should. A, it says, "So you've got a podcast." What's your DPH? I yeah. wish we could no, figure no, out DPH and have a section on uh, Podbelly that actually listed that as a statistic for the 
Oh, that's how you know. For, oh. the, for the different podcasts in Podbelly, there should be a DPH ranking. Oh, it's we're gonna simple win. math, but it just takes time. I mean, you got yeah. like someone would have to sit there and you'd have to go count through all the, the shows. Yeah, count dicks. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of women who listen to the show who do that already. Right. Well, you could uh, automate it. I mean, you could upload you could upload the audio into Google because Google will just translate it into text, and then you could just do a control find for dick. I don't think you can do that. What? Google will an hour 40 will transcribe podcast? your podcast for free? Well, audio. Where? They'll yeah, transcribe in audio? In general, yeah. that's that's what everybody's telling me at work right now since we're on shutdown and everybody has to figure what? out ways to to uh what do you call it when the word is transcripts? Under, yeah, not just like the tra- transcript. Transcribe the captions closed captions yeah like uh, we can't but we can't post lectures legally during the shutdowns so we have to have closed captions so there's various software workarounds where people they'll record their lecture but then they export the audio into some google program that turns the whole thing into a into a te- into a text file you know it'd be great if they if if google did that right turns it into a text file but then you can export it to a um what is it? A, a hearing translator, the people that do sign language, right. mm-hmm. but for every word it changes translators. So it's fucking like, you know, fugly fat lady, skinny white dude, like Mexican lady, like every, every word it fucking just goes through and changes the image of what Good Lord. That's obscure. What made you think of that? <laughs> it'd, be a, it'd be a great video. That'd what be if something you could visualize to into a deaf translator, but yeah. then the deaf translator yeah. changes every, every, for every, every word, every word. Yeah. Wow. A different that's a one. trippy music video, bro. Yeah. What have you been smoking? I don't know. I like it. That's basically my whole life. There's a lot of dicks down our rabbit hole right now. Yeah, yeah. that's are. what grandpa. That's what grandpa used to say. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of dicks in the rabbit hole. hole. Yeah, that's like a pickup. Is that's that a what you say line? about the town slut? No, that, yeah, is that a pickup line? Like, <laughs> hey, girl, how many dicks have you had down your rabbit hole? Exactly. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, I think Which it's just an old. By. I think it's an old timey phrase that just means like there's too many people involved in this project. Yeah. Man, there's, <laughs> like, like there's too many dicks much. down there's this rabbit hole. Too many dicks in that rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> it's like too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Exactly, dude. Two is too many. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like two at the same time. Yeah. There's well, two holes down Unless there. I have, well, I, now I know. I just don't want to fill your dick through the membrane. Oh, yeah. That you know what I mean? Happen, like, yeah. I just, I don't know. It just turns me off. <laughs> oh. oh, man. So, as always, we want to thank our uh patrons um actually the generosity the ongoing generosity of our awesome patrons um has allowed us to do some studio upgrades that brent pulled the trigger on uh last night so soon we'll we'll have some better equipment um in the studio and we wouldn't be, it wouldn't be possible without our patrons so we'd like to thank uh our we might e- we, we might even have a real dave pretty soon yeah That's pretty crazy. soon um, how much does it cost for that dave yeah yeah what's the what's the what's price the, yeah what's the timeline we haven't really discussed this are you coming back <laughs> yeah what's i'm happening? coming back do, do like schools have to open or something that's like I next don't know, year man i don't know i mean what's the determining factor like is it just the leisure of home and sweats or is it, are you really scared of the bug and not coming? No, I'm just avoiding the bug and flattening the curve mm-hmm. and staying. I don't want to go to the fucking grocery. Mm-hmm. I don't go anywhere. Have you left the house at all? I go. Oh, pick, you did. I you go, came and got whiskey and you got Vaughn. Yeah. yeah. A while ago I pick up Vaughn. I drop Vaughn off. That's the only place I go. I actually went to, uh, there's a place in town that does, uh, testing for COVID. And I went, that's the first place I've gone in probably a month. 
because I want. So you got tested. I got twenty foot mic cables for the record. Like I'll set your chair six feet away with your own little desk (laughs) that I saw. Like you don't have to get close to us. We could like wave to you, and it involves no internet. I already already had COVID nineteen in January. I mean, we're good. Because I thought I did because I had all the symptoms and I was sick, but I didn't. I had something else because I got the antibody test. I'll just say I'm not scared of you and Brad's not either. So we would love to have you back. So we don't have to deal with the Zencaster shit. We'll figure it out. So but we want to thank our patrons. Um, The first of our patrons that we want to thank is simply G. G. Mm-hmm. G thanks. That's Guillermo. G, G thanks. Just G E E G. So thanks, G. Um, not like G, if it was G, G, G thanks. Then you could be like, oh, G, and that would be dope. But you're like, yeah. G Willikers. Yeah, it's the white guy, G. Well, not, yeah. the, not the black it's, guy, G. It's G thanks. Totally different yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. A G thing for a, for a black person and a white person are totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely below the waist. Yeah. Completely different. We also have Leah Fraley. Yep. Or is it Leia? Is it Leah or Lit? I think it's Lily. Lily? Lily Frayla. Lily Frayla. Fraley sounds like an emotional status. And you're not Fraley. doing too, you're not doing okay. <laughs> how are you doing? Like, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling Fraley. <laughs> kind of Fraley. Yeah. <laughs> Little Fraley, man. I think yeah. well, Fraley's like uh, fragile and fragile. Like fragile right? and, Fraley? And, and pale, yeah, like Fraley. Yeah. Fraley. Yeah. Frail. Okay. Yeah, Fraley. exactly. Fragile, it's not good. Whatever it is, fragile, it's anxious, frail, angry. Yeah. She probably shakes like a chihuahua. I think she shakes like a chihuahua. She hairless too, down there, not up there. Oh, yeah. Well, Leah, Leah, we hope you're a Fraley, but you're not Fraley. Yeah, Lily. Jennifer Hogue, you remember her? Mm-hmm. She has a sandwich shop. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Makes hoagies. Good sandwich. Ho- hoagies, I like hoagies. Yeah, hoagies, 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 hoagies. That's right. Hoagies, hoagies. We have Joshua Hodges. He's got to be dumb because my Matt, my friend Matt Hodges is dumb. So yeah, it's anybody name, name yeah. yeah, last name Hodges, they're retarded. I love him, but he's retarded. Yeah. When I say don't be a retard at the end of the show, yeah. he doesn't listen every time. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Every time he never listens. I just I always think of Matt Hodges as like talking to a treant from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> What's a tree? Oh, a treant. Yeah. yeah. Why? Tree-ent. Why is that? Because he's permanently on his cell phone. He does fucking do and that. He's not listening to you. And he'll be having a conversation with you and he'll say, hey, man, so, uh, what, you know, what's it like at the campus this semester? And I'll face, answer. Face I'll, I'll give him my reply. And he's just sitting on his phone. And I'm like, he heard oh, well. none of it. Yeah, so he didn't that, hear no, it. no, no, no. He did hear it. And he's on his phone. And then like four minutes later, he's like, even with that many students, I'm like what the fuck just happened? Just like, a, oh, you're yeah. It's just a delayed, delayed conversation. It's like yeah. you're talking to some being that exists outside of your time realm. It's our friend yeah. who looks like Adam Sandler, basically. Yeah. He yeah. looks like Adam Sandler, and he uh, laughs. Ah, so. dude, you got to see it. Or you know, who he looks like a lot more George Saint Pierre. Okay. George Saint Pierre uh, and Adam one. Sandler had sex, yeah. and then laugh like this. <laughs> That's a perfect impression of his eye. <laughs> Fucking perfect. <laughs> I love you, Matt. If you yeah. are gonna, I, he's not gonna yeah. listen. But if it gets, right. if word gets yeah. around years later, I talk shit. I love you, but you laugh like you're that. retarded. Yeah, but we still. Love and you. I've yeah. told him he's it's a love to his face. So this isn't oh, okay. something. Yeah, no. it's all love. It's, it's not, not shit talking. Yeah, yeah, we're telling you. So, so all the Hodgeses are the same way. The Hodges, except Hodges. for his dad, is become Hodges. His, his dad's dad, cool. Yeah, cool as fuck. Looks yeah, like Stan Lee, 
but yep. like over six yep. feet looks yep. exactly yep. like yep. Stanley. Yep. When he, he does look like Stanley. He, he comes to my shop to yeah. take a shit and he brings toilet paper as a gift. No more, obviously. That can't happen. Right. One, he's old. <laughs> Two, you couldn't get toilet paper if you wanted Bullshit. to. And Dagny's not You walk open. into Target, there's toilet paper. Is there? Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, these days, in his age, he shouldn't be in here. But when he walks in the door, we require yeah. everyone to say something when they walk in the door so we don't think it's a customer and get up. And he says, Stanley, when he walks in. <laughs> yeah. He does look like Stanley. He looks a fucking yeah, ton like I should get a picture of him and post it. Yeah, we should just take a picture with with him yes yeah like should. stan lee like, we should stand yeah, on a yeah, box yeah, so yeah. we don't look yeah so sure. the height's right yeah yeah we'll figure that out and then finally we have uh jesse dawn of the dead ramiro damn was that his full name on there mm-hmm. I remember that yeah oh that, that was i see ramiro yeah. i see what's going on here i, I don't understand don i've watched dawn of the dead ramiro. that's director yeah. george rivera but how's that have to do with with revered ramiro <laughs> Oh, Ramirez. Yeah, Ramirez. Oh, okay. Okay. George, George Ramiro. That was a, a deep, deep movie dork joke. Yeah. Let's throw it out there then. Yeah. You guys do anything interesting with Teco? El Yucateco? Brad did, but we talked about that. Mm-hmm. I put it in my shin black. My, I'm getting down to like the last five shin blacks. Brad just told me though, a 7-Eleven has big bowls of shin mm-hmm. black for $1.99. Yep. Oh, and I might, put on, I might put on a mask and go risk that shit. You don't need no mask on. You're yeah, not sure I'm going to do it. Fuck yeah, it's $30 for a mm-hmm. six pack of that God, shit damn. plus shipping. That's why I told them about the bulls at 7-Eleven. I was all over the fucking internet trying to like, oh, I'm going to find this weird little Asian marketplace. It's got some left and they don't realize it's like a commodity. It On I'm, Amazon, on eBay, it's $30. They're like 5 or $6 a piece right now. I'm almost going to start going overboard like because watching people drive around with gloves on and a mask in their car by themselves. No, I bring hilarious. it. I'm not driving. It's like, yeah, I'm not driving with no, it. No, no, no. Like, it's fucking happening. No, when I yeah, get, oh, I yeah. take my yeah. gloves off out when yeah. I get out of the store, and then I get, take off my mask. I'm gonna, I'm car. gonna walk around in a trash bag suit. Fucking. Oh, they have it. There's like oh, a I Michael know. J. Fox fucking yeah. Back to the Future plutonium suit. <laughs> no, no, I'm just getting yeah. trash bags. Like, <laughs> that works. There's yeah. people with that too. I saw some Walmart people that just, like. I'm gonna get trash bag, trash bag plutonium yeah, suit. Cut a hole in the face. Put oh, we need to talk about this. Oh, giveaway. Show that giveaway. So you can't see it. Yeah, you can't see it. Only if you're on the live stream. On the live stream. But we have a beautiful plague doctor mask. Mm-hmm. How did it come see. in? Oh, yeah, yeah, it came it's in. Sick. It's nice and leather. It's actually pretty cool. I think uh, it's real leather. Found it online. Yeah, I don't know if it's real leather or not, but it's some sort of pleather. Yeah. Um, made in China. Doesn't have the coronavirus because it took three <laughs> it's months. It's been to get in quarantine. Here. Yeah, it's, it's been, been in quarantine. Sitting, it's been at the shop for four days. Uh, now, me and so. Brent both put it on. Breathed um, all in it. Breathed all yeah. in it. Uh, so it's guaranteed. It smells like blue Listerine because yes, we, we yes. didn't want to fuck it up. So and uh, but that's going to go to our our patron for the month for the giveaway. Uh, last month, um, Alan Mills mm-hmm. won the banana phone, right. Bluetooth banana phone. Everybody wants one of those now. His last that's name hot. actually rhymes with quarantine. We hot. know what it is. Yeah. Um, so I guess we could do the same thing this time. We'll pick a number between one and twenty six. I'll pick it, and then whoever gets closest will will go with it. I guess. How did we do that? Someone did it live. We did it. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Yeah, but who picked yep. the number? Yeah, but how's the, how does the, I don't understand how the number coincides with the patron? Because it was a letter of the alphabet. It was a letter of the alphabet. Whoever got closest to my letter, who we used their who? number. Out of the patrons, I put I put a name in, or I put the letter in. And oh, the first you searched person that pops it. Up, That's right. Yeah, you searched it. I was like, yeah. how did they participate? Yeah. Okay, I so get we'll it. search it. So we'll do that at the end of the episode. We're giving away the plague doctor mask, um, and it, like I said, again, it's something. You need, but you're not going to buy yourself, right. right? It's pretty sick, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, kind of I think we should order a few of them. It took a while to get yeah. here, too, yeah. So, so anyway. Um, 
do you eat the sh- would you eat the shin ramen packs instead of the bowl um i have some shin ramen packs and they sell them at this is the problem i bring them to work and so it's like the microwave bowl thing i don't do that like it's not it's the same thing i guess i can put it in a bowl mm-hmm. i just like the cups but i do have um I have a couple packs of the Shin Ramen. Like the, just, five, because while you were talking about the plague mask, I just looked at target.com and they don't have the bowls, but they have the ramen and they're 89 cents a pack. Damn, that's right. cheap. That's cheap. And they're big packs just too. to test it. I added it to, and it's for, and it's shipping. It's, it's right. not, you can't pick it up because the store is sold out, but you can use target.com to ship it free shipping, $25 and over. I just added 30 to my cart and it allowed me to do it and start checking out, but I didn't do that. Man, maybe I should do that. I'm not going to do it during the show. I'll be distracted. Everyone on the live feed is going to buy it, and it's going to be sold out. Right. So, I'm going to go right. Damn. I'm going right now to buy it. Brad just keeps adding. He's like, 180 packs times 89? Still going. Ah, fuck it. Still going. He's like, that's not even 200 yeah. bucks. Yep. I'm doing it. Just to be I was asking for my PayPal, Sofa King Podcast. Because <laughs> a lot of times I'll go in there, and you'll try to add a bunch of stuff, and it just it caps you out at two. Oh. I only have 30. So there's your, there's your solution. People are oh. throwing out numbers on the live feed. Are we supposed to be looking at those uh, numbers? Oh, they're probably for Patreon. No, they're trying to get numbers. That that's okay. later. That's between, that's between Dave and Brent. You don't get to pick the number. Oh, I I, oh no, no. We did pick the number yeah, off there. That's right. Okay. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm but sorry. I got to look through this feed. We're off I'm the, sorry. Yeah. Don't, no numbers right now. No Either way, we're right doing now. it at the end. Yeah. yeah we're doing don't do the end. numbers now. Yeah. Okay. So our topic today. Crack whores. Crack whores. Is no close. The The queen of the crack whores. Actually, oh. <laughs> she was. She was the queen of the crack whores. You know what's crazy? Sure. Her son was a pro skater, and uh, I hit sit up and asked, and Sid actually knows him. Knew, knew who I was talking about. Huh. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know who that is. And I, he's like, why? And I was like, oh, we're covering his mom on the on what's the podcast this week. Um, I have to pull it back. Is up. it the same as her it. last name? No. Last name is Thompson still. Yeah, but he had his dad's last name, and they weren't married. We all know that. Anthony um, Mosley. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Go. Yep. Yep. I know who that and is. And so I uh, and Sid was like, Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Why? Why are you talking about his mom? I was like, Oh, she was the fucking crack <laughs> queen of LA. Like she brought like crack to South Central and then supplied the world. Yeah. Like fucking like all over, like international fucking yeah. crack coke yeah. dealer. And just yeah. He's wouldn't. probably tripping out, huh? The yeah. thing that's weird that's not weird. I mean, it is weird that I guess it's not weird that Sid knows him. He's a professional skater. The the fact that's that's weird is that he's only a skater. Because the comedian Robin Harris, who created Baby Kids, was his karate sensei and gave him his first skateboard when he was four years old. I mean, somebody gave you your first skateboard. That's, yeah, but that's how it happened. His just happened it to be a sensei, baby kids. True. That's fucking true. <laughs> that's just a weird. What's cooler is that the baby kids guy was a sensei of anything. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Yeah. But that's how he got into to skating. Um, but yeah, so Jamaica, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how they it's... pronounced it. Jamaica Thompson. Um, like, and we already did, like, we, I'm surprised we didn't run into her name at all when we were doing like the CIA provided crack cocaine. Maybe we yeah, did. No, that mention. was like Freeway Rick Ross or whatever fucking yeah. came up on a lot of that shit. Yeah. But so this woman. Jamaica Thompson, very interesting. She she was the the queen of crack cocaine um, in the 1980s. Uh, they called her the the FBI gave her the nickname the Queen Pin since she wasn't a kingpin. 
And mm-hmm. one of the things that multiple articles that I read, and they even hint at it in the, the document, there's a documentary on Netflix. It's what's the name of the show? Uh, Gang Lords, I think. Uh, yes. Drug Lords. Drug Lords. Drug Lords. Yeah. And there's an episode about her. Um, but one of the reasons that she got as much power as she did and she was able to corner the market as much as she did, according to a lot of the people, are the fact that everyone thought her husband was the one doing it well for sure you just don't picture it i mean she's a she's a fairly attractive mm-hmm. like black woman like you just don't think that she's the fucking boss right that she just don't kingpin. think it's yeah, not the, usually the gangster the yeah, yeah she was also on an episode of gangsters like the show gangsters she was a featured fucking right. um person of interest on that well for good fucking reason you know so jameeker thompson was uh she had you know a uh, single mother five siblings in the family south central la um, late 1970s, early 1980s. I mean, that's as fucking bad as it gets. I mean, that's that's not going to be an upbringing of plenty, you know? No. Like, that's fucking barely paycheck to paycheck, government cheese. Like, that's the, the worst of the worst. Um, so, but there was, I mean, I didn't read anything about any sort of abuse or anything like that. It was probably a fully loving family, but just a family that was completely stretched, you know, to the to the limit financially. But at the age of eight, and I actually read one website that said the age of three, and I was like, I don't think so. At the age of eight, they were evicted from their home. I have eight as well. Yeah. yeah all of them said eight, and one of them said three. And then I was, and it added some extra details that the other ones didn't have. So I was like, oh, they must have, she must have been evicted twice. But the article was even like, at the age of three, she was evicted, and she vowed right then to never be poor again. And I was like, really? She vowed at three? <laughs> She was a prodigy. She was a crack prodigy at age three. Like, I'll never be evicted again. I'm going to sling crack rock. And she's three. She fucking threw her pacifier to the ground. So at age eight, they got evicted. And she said that it just, it made a a really lasting impression on her. She, she said that she, you know, they got home and all their possessions were just thrown out into the yard. And there was a big notice on the door that they were evicted and they couldn't come in. And she said, I just sat there looking at all of my worldly possessions laying on the lawn and I was like, I haven't, you know, she was like, it just filled me with this sense that I have no control over my life. And it made me realize that my mom has no money. And she was like, I'm not going to grow up and be like that. So it kind of drove her to to want to be in control. And I think, I mean, as you see with a lot of black kids in a ghetto situation, she I mean, there tends to be three outs. Fucking music, uh, athletics and drugs. Right. And she started with athletics. Like she got into track hardcore. Like yeah, so she was much. actually a, con- a contender for the Olympics in, in yeah, 84. She was, I think. she was yeah. training for the 84 Olympics. This was in 1980 or so when she started uh, getting into drug land. But what's the, what's the three out for white people in the ghetto? Mm. It's not athletics. It'd be, it'd be academics, uh, drugs. And what was the other one? The third music. one? I'd still throw music. music in there. Yeah. 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 Is that sound does that sound right? I think or? so. I think you can you can swap <laughs> ap- academics for athletics. For athletics. I think that's like, accurate. Yeah. Yeah, you could either like, you could be kid, average kid poor, rock, kid rock or goodwill hunting. Like there's right. some shit that yeah, can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. average poor white kid will at least still think, oh well, I, at least if I go to college, I can like change my <laughs> 
you know, well, not average poor white kid, but a poor white kid wanting right know, a poor white kid ghetto, like that yeah. would be something you yeah. know in their brain. Yeah, and, I mean, granted, I never, is. I never, I never thought that. Right, <laughs> like, that was not one of my thinkings. I guess there's, I guess there's multiple ways. Yeah, there's multiple guess, ways, but but for the majority of people, it's either yeah. like, oh, I got to get out, go to college, or, um. And I guess that's true for athletics too. You right. got to go to college. Right. But uh, fucking crazy. So she was training for the 1984 Olympics um, and she was a contender. She was considered one of the fastest uh, runners in Los Angeles. And um, a lot of times really fast runners come out of Los Angeles just because of the, the vast ghettos, you know, from South Central and Watts and, you know, every, everything in that uh, area. But she met a guy named Anthony, a.k.a. Daff Mosley, um, who fell for her and he used to go to all of her track meets. He was a he was like a pot dealer, just like a local pot dealer. And he would go to all of her track meets with his homeboys and they would bet that she was going to win the races against everybody that was there. And she would always win the races because she was the fucking fastest person there. Um but they uh, fell in love and started dating. And next thing you know, she's um, selling weed for him at her high school. He's out of high school already. And she's like, well, I'm already in the school, so I can sell your weed. So she starts selling weed at her high school in South Central. Um, That's bold as fuck, man. You got to be like super alpha and just confident as fuck or, or dumb, which she wasn't, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I mean, she wanted money. I think, I think that kind of rules, a big deal. Just like, but she starts and, sending coke out of her bedroom window. Like the, I have anxiety thinking about the fact that like your mom's going to be in the hallway. Like, what are you doing with the window open? Selling like that's, three kilos a week out of her fucking window. Like how many dudes, how many fucking ghetto dudes and crazy, scary gangsters were tapping I, on her I fucking picture, glass? I picture them like Dave Chappelle when it's five o'clock crack hour. <laughs> like they're kind of yeah. harmless. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just, they're just hey, there man, like. I suck your dick. Yeah. Snooping yeah. around, you know, got a red beanie on. Yeah, for sure. Powdered donut mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she, um, she's dealing with some ribs. <laughs> she's dealing. I'm going to some soda pop. Will you pour them a handful of dime? She's dealing weed for Daff and um, she gets into it a little bit, a little bit more deeply and she ends up meeting a guy who's um, who's selling regular cocaine and he meets with her, shows her like, this is the equipment you need. This is how you weigh it. I can supply you with the Coke if you want to try to sell it. Um, and this is still pre crack, but she's like, fuck yeah. And she saw the, how much more money you could make selling Coke than you could selling weed. So she goes back to Daff and says, this is how we blow up. This is how we make our money. And he was like, Bitch, you must be crazy. Like, <laughs> He's like, I sell weed, not yeah. Coke. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, that's a, she's like, no, this is regular Coke. Not that blue nasty. Like, what is regular Coke? I guess just not made into crack yet. That's, yeah. That's right. regular crack, cocaine. Really, crack, crack hadn't hit yeah. yet. Oh, so right. this was just yeah. pure powdered cocaine, right? Yeah, cracks cut. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, the, this is a different, you know, he's like, that's a different level of felony. Like I can yeah. get busted and talk my way out of weed, but yeah. if I'm fucking dealing with cocaine, you know, cocaine's a class one. Right. 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 So, so, um, but yeah, so like Brent said, she starts selling cocaine out of her mom's window, uh, 
half a key the first day, full key the next day. Within a week, she's selling three or four keys. That's um, a fucking shit. That's like Beverly Hills Cop fucking 80s drug movie cocaine. That is pillows full of coke. Yeah. That's yeah. like fucking crazy. Like yeah. bag well, of sugar. And you got to think too, like one person's going to go tell two because they're like, where are you getting this at? You yeah. know what I mean? And then like, that's just, what I'm saying. There's a line outside yeah. the door and some little girl is handing fucking little yeah. bags of coke out yeah. for $100 bills. That's crazy. And, he, and by the way, he refused and she was like, well, fuck it. Keep selling your weed. I'll sell coke. And everybody yeah. just thought it was him anyway. Exactly. It's not, it's not the cute little girlfriend. So she, like, even in high school, she, like, in the documentary, they sh- uh, when she's talking, uh, they, they interview some of her friends. And her friends are like, yeah, she would take us down to Rodeo Drive, which they all kept calling Rodeo Drive. Um, <laughs> she would take us down to Rodeo Drive, and we'd get Gucci bags and Chanel. And she, would, she was just dropping all this cash and spending all this money. And we knew it was drug money, but we also knew it was uh, DAFs. Like this, like Daff was just making so much money with pot that he was giving her this much money. And he was, she was just spending Daff's money on us. They never dreamed that this was her money from the cocaine she was selling. She literally had so much, so much money, like hundred dollar bills that she was like stuffing in a safety deposit box at like 17 or something till it filled up. Like she couldn't fit anymore in a safety deposit box. Right. Like she had so much money. She literally didn't know what to do with it. She was spending it in Rodeo drive. Like you fucking trying to get rid of one dress would be like a fucking shit ton of money. yeah. so much money you're buying your friend's dresses right. and well, still got one well you said three kilos a week that's a it's, i don't know coke prices but that's gotta kilos be a, a week that's i know a, a kilo is 20 grand or something that's right that's what they money. were saying back then yeah back then yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. They, back to a, well, a kilo of crack was twenty thousand, and oh coke, that's right so cocaine was more than crack yeah so the cocaine cocaine was pure cocaine was pure so all right more so that's 60 grand a week at a mom's bedroom minimum yeah that's but crazy. more That's than that, crazy. because it was pure Coke, not crack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, so God. she, um, someone can finally Duff starts seeing the money that they're making and says, fuck it. Okay. I'm in. So the two of them are in it together. They get married in 1980. Um, and at one point someone came up to buy a key, um, of have we, I don't know if everybody knows that a key is a kilogram. Kilo. Yeah, kilo. 2.2 pounds. So someone tries to buy a key of cocaine from, um, I keep forgetting her fucking name, Jamiroquai. Jamiker. Jamiroquai. Wow, that was racist, Dave. (laughs) Wow. How dare you? So Jamiroquai and and Duff Beer um, sell a kilo of crack or a kilo of regular cocaine to a customer, like a regular customer, and the customer says, y'all got any of that crack? And they're like, we don't know what you're talking about because it was like so brand new that these two are already selling weed. And I mean, they're in the business and they don't know what crack is, which so is the, crazy. Cause how do you find out? Like right now you can just find a fucking YouTube video, yeah. probably show you how to make crack, right. but they would use baking soda in the kitchen or something. But back then you literally had to go some shady Got fucking it. circles. Yeah. Like you're already in shady circles, I guess, but you'd have to find some dude that's willing to teach you how to make fucking crack out of cocaine. It's just not safe, Dave. It's not safe at all. Not safe. But she did. No. I mean, she's already got cocaine suppliers. Yeah. So she turned to them and she said, Hey, show me how to, how to make crack out of this cocaine because I'm going to sell both. And they would, they don't give a fuck. You're buying the Coke for me no matter what. I don't give right. a fuck what you turn it into, you know? True. Um, you can go on howstuffworks.com and uh, look at uh, how crack cocaine works. Yeah. Does it really have it on there? Oh, yeah, it does. Fuck yeah. Wow. Manufacturing crack cocaine. Yeah. And one of the DEA agents. <laughs> Um, and I don't know if he was exaggerating, but 
he said that it was, I think, I think he said that it was 10 times more potent than, than doing cocaine. Smoking crack was 10 times. It's, it's a short, it's a shorter times. high though. Yeah. yeah. It's a shorter high though. It hits. And I it, watched an interview with a NASA engineer that was stuck on crack openly talking about he's cracked bitch and he doesn't care. It's better than sex. And he's a NASA engineer and knows that his fucking life was being thrown away. And he was eventually just going to be a fucking crackhead. And he's like, you don't know because you haven't done it. He's like, I challenge anyone to do it and say that I'm crazy, but I tell everyone to not do it. Right. So my buddy, my buddy, cucumber salad, right? right. Yeah. Remember that we story, him, right? So cucumber salad, uh, did meth. Right? Okay. He's a meth head. Mm -hmm. And he said, he told me like straight up, he said, if he could keep his job and do meth, he would still do meth. Right. Like that's how addicting it is. Right. Yeah. Right. It must just feel crazy, man. I mean, people say that about heroin, but they're saying it cracked that like it's better than sex. That's a bold fucking claim. Right. And to the point that that guy's a NASA engineer. You probably don't feel pain. You know what I mean? Like if I, I could say like if, if you gave me something right now to where my pain would just go away, kind of like pain pills and right. shit like that that people take, you know what I mean? But better where you just feel euphoric. Right. Ah, fuck, man. Like there's been a few times in my life, like especially older Right, that I haven't felt pain. That's like the, after that's we floated. That's the scary thing. That's the scary thing yeah. to be like. I would like to know what it feels like, but yeah. you can't because with that fucking experience comes the fucking danger. chase. Yeah. The yeah. danger of like, God damn, that was amazing. Wanna, I'll just do it one it more time. I'm not yeah. a crackhead. I'm not right. that dude in the fucking alley with the fucking. And broken then antenna. all of a sudden you are. Yeah. Well, when you no, get, right? to, I mean, <laughs> those key three drugs, right? I mean, I know a lot of people who have used cocaine, regular cocaine. Yeah. And use it and don't use it. And it was cool. And I don't do it anymore and whatever, but not crack, crack, heroin and meth. Those are the fucking paths that you can't unwalk. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm sure a lot think, of people think, try them you, and it's not for them and they walk away yeah, before yeah. they get like, you know, neurochemically addicted to it. If you're able to shake it off early on, you're probably good. But once that, yeah, I think, I think certain, yeah, I think certain type of people, uh, are able to, you know I, what I mean? I think, I think people, people, if you have an addictive personality, uh, some people can just smoke things, and quit it. Like, yeah. like they yeah, can just same thing with drinking. It's weird. Yeah. You know, people, a lot of people get stuck on I drinking. have to mention this before I forget. Um, I started watching a new show called afterlife with Ricky Gervais oh, and it's uh, super fucking good, but he, uh, he's like down on his shit cause his wife dies of cancer. And at some point he just, he hits up this fucking drug addict. He's like, Hey, can you get heroin? I'd like to try heroin tonight. He's like, you'd be in my house at seven and he fucking buys heroin. And he's like a journalist. He like, he just doesn't give a fuck. Cause he's like, I don't care anymore. I'd rather not be here. If anything gets real bad, I'll just kill myself. Cause I don't care if I die. So he just starts doing shit. So he, yeah. he smokes fucking heroin yeah. in a fucking joint. I was like, wow. Ricky Gervais is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I, God, I love him. He's fucking so funny. There's so many cool uh, religious arguments during the, this fucking show afterlife. Cause they're like, well, what about heaven? What about this? And he just fucking closes it down with the best argument. He's like, Oh, what about Zeus? They're like, no, no, I mean the real God. He's like, Oh, you mean fucking Hades? Like he starts naming all these things. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, no, I don't believe in those. I mean the real God. He's like, well, just like you don't believe in those is the same way that I don't believe in yours. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, okay. Right. Like it was just, I don't know. He's got some really funny, but he mixes it with comedy. He's right, just, he right. tells a, a kid, some kid yells pedo at him when he's walking past the school. And he's like, what? He's like, pedo, 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 <laughs> pedophile. <laughs> and uh, he fucking walks over the fence. He's like, what? And it's this little fat redhead kid. He's like, what'd you say? He's like, pedo. He's like, I'll tell you what, I'm not a pedophile, but if I was, you'd be safe. You fat fuck. Are you fat? <laughs> you fat ginger cunt. Yeah. <laughs> check it out. Afterlife. It's on That's Netflix. It's fucking I'm funny. Check that out. Yeah. <clears throat> that sounds funny. So she 
learns how to make the crack um, and they start making it. Cause basically you cut it with baking soda and you mm-hmm. cook it and then Boil it turns it, yeah. into rocks. You know, you they call that whipping the pot, Dave, whipping the pot. Oh, nice. Oh, Brent, wow. Yeah. Chasing so, the dragon, whipping the pot, uh, whipping the pot. It's cooking it. It's cooking so it. you're also uh, making it cheaper, which is part of the addiction of crack because it's affordable. Like you can afford a crack rock, even if you couldn't afford a decent bump of cocaine, like it was affordable because it was so heavily cut and recooked. It wasn't pure cocaine. So you could sell it for cheaper. Right. So it's funny because yeah. there's like a completely interchangeable phrase of like, have you lost your mind? Are you smoking crack? Like yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. how you know that right. that's not the yeah. drug to do. Like, so, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? They don't say you that about other drugs. PCP right now? Are you a fucking crack? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe they would say, are you high? Right. But they might be talking yeah. about that. You know what I mean? Like, are you yeah. fucking high? Are you stoned right now? Like, yeah. but that's, that's you, when people are like, whoa, man. Yeah. 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 But yeah. are you smoking crack? You're that means you're completely on, out yeah. of your fucking mind. high on crack. Yeah. 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 People say that to me all the time. No, I'm not. Yeah. You sold your kids so you could bet on a dog race. Yeah. It's like, are you smoking crack? Yeah. So within no time, they were the primary supplier to five crack houses. Um, and it just started to spread through South Central. And since they already had um, distributors, you know, to sell their product and they already had the supplier and they already knew how to make the crack and most people didn't, they were just the right ones in the right place at the right time in the right city. The CIA is practically giving them cocaine so they can make crack out of it, even though they don't know that at the time, I suspect. Um, right. So the they end up being the like like the gang task force person and one of the the DEA people um, on that video basically say um, like you don't understand like Jamaica Thompson was crack like she controlled crack in South Central Los Angeles yeah they're like, if you got crack you got it from her you got it from ultimately her. through well, however ultimately yeah. at the top of the supply chain it came from her and if you looked at the crack ep- epidemic it started in LA and then it spread with tendrils from LA to Vegas to San Francisco to blah 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 and all those tendrils were her like she was crack right um so uh but she's smart enough to do what much more advanced, you know, uh, more experienced uh, drug dealers do, which is she seldom has anything to do with it. She knows the supplier. She has the supplier drop it off at this place. This other person goes and picks it up and takes it to this person who splits it up and takes it to these guys who go and sell it. Like all that happens is all these people do all this shit because she tells them exactly where to go and what to do. And at the end of the day, someone shows up and gives her a shitload of money. Right. Right. Very John DeLorean, what you're saying. Yeah. So crack becomes so commonplace. And I had to laugh my ass off at this, that there were Christmas tree lots in the early eighties where you could go in and buy Christmas trees with crack. I believe that. Yeah. I mean, cause whoever's working the booth would buy it for yeah. whatever it was. You'd probably give them a gold watch or something, right. I guess. I remember when I worked at the bar, like fucking people tried to tip me in ecstasy and shit all the time. Yeah. Oh, really? And sometimes tried to tip me in shit. I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Mm-mm. I don't know what this is. I was like, no, I'm good. They're like, you sure? Cause it was like, oh, that might've been $20 probably. And they were trying to hand me $20. But I was like, I, I don't want that. I have no use for that. I'm not going to sell it for $20. Right. Like, I'm just going to, you keep that. That's $20 to you. I'm good. But it happened a lot. So she becomes the the queen pin of of crack 
um, they talk about the fact that they they were making so much money. One of her ex dealers said that they had to start bringing the money back, and it was it was too laborious to count it. So they had to buy you know money counting machines, and they said that in no time they had to buy more than one because they were using them nonstop to count money and they, their motors started to overheat and they would shut down until they could cool off. So they had to go buy multiple money counting machines because they were counting too much money for the money counting machines to keep working. It's I also mean, crazy watching those interviews. Cause like the guy that told that story is just a normal guy now. And it said, right. Like yeah. ex drug dealer. Right, yeah, he's yeah. just, a, he's like, yeah, man. Yeah. He's probably a fucking football coach. <laughs> Out of yeah, fucking yeah. junior high, and then she, and she leads like a Christian fucking yeah, movement Christian ministry, thing now, yeah. and she did 15 years in there, and probably fucking had people killed. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. When you asked, when they asked about her, the dudes were like, "Man," and just like shook their head and looked down, like, "You don't disrespect her." Like yeah. you could see, they still had the fucking like. No, they had the same. They had this, like, look, they had the same fear about their drug lord that anybody else does, and you don't control crack cocaine in the 1980s without killing a motherfucker. You know yeah. what's weird? Not Caleb? possible. Like you, you always see that in the movies where like no one fucks with that top guy like because they're scared. But they're they have guns on their side. Mm-hmm. They're carrying the money. They're carrying the drugs. They're going and killing the people that dude said. All they have to do is pick their gun up and shoot that motherfucker in the face, and they're the boss. But they don't want it. But well, here's the other thing, though. Not she really. was fucking smart. I mean, she did what the Escobars do. She did what all these people do. She's never in the line of fire. She's not right. making the deal. She's not meeting with people. She's taking people who she trusts, who have worked up through her organization, giving them bigger and bigger roles of trust. She's isolating everything. No one knows who her suppliers are. No one knows who the other dealers are. Like everything is compartmentalized everything flows through her so even if you killed her you don't get her empire because she is the empire right i guess if you stood there because that guy's got to walk up to deliver the next money you know i mean if you're if you're the guy that delivers the money you just put a new guy in your place and shoot her in the face well you're you're a guy who delivers some money True. You probably don't know who to call though. Like, but, but there isn't, I mean, if she ran it that efficiently, there isn't one guy who delivers the money. There are a bunch right. of guys who deliver money. So like right. I said, even if you took her out, you don't get what she had. It just falls apart to a bunch of small fries. It you just know? gets it's unstable like, and scary. Yeah. yeah. So, but she did have a big temper and that was one of the things, you know, people were afraid of her temper. She tells a funny fucking story on that Netflix thing some friend of hers. And again, it tells you like she was, she had clout. She started to have connections in, I mean, with that much money, you're regardless of how you got the money, you're going to be running in certain circles. Right. So her girlfriend was at Muhammad Ali's birthday party. This is in the early eighties. And, um, Jamiroquai comes in because she thought that her friend was trying to introduce Daff to the comedian Red Fox's daughter. So that's, that's some big names that are running yeah. around. So she freaks out, runs into Muhammad Ali's birthday party and starts whooping the girl's ass. Um, because of that, another time she discovered that Daff was flirting with the girl and getting ready to cheat on her. So he did cheat. I think he did. Oh, cheat. he did cheat on her. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. he did cheat. Yeah. So she chases him down into an alley, pulls out her fucking gun, and tries to shoot him. But she says out of her own mouth, she's like, "She's like, I shot at him. I tried to shoot him. Yeah. I just missed." No, she tried to shoot him, but she just missed, and he ends up running away. 
and he comes back with a BMW and a house down the street from Michael Jackson as her as his apology. Which I feel like you're kind of fucked in that situation. I mean, she took it, but it's like if she has all the money, she's the fucking king. I mean, I know he's in the business, but what money are you buying the Michael Jackson neighbor house and BMW with? You know what I mean? She doesn't he's, need you at that point. He's probably the, get, he's probably the only person who could have killed her and kept it going. Maybe, maybe true. Like I mean, I don't. But yeah, think, but even more I, reason to not keep her. She she get dick wherever she wants. She's got all the money and power. Right. That guy's mm-hmm. cheating on her. She could just fucking shoot him. But she must have just loved him. Yeah. You Men know? and women are different. Yeah. So Mike Mike Vigil, a D agent, and one of the things that I read about said that um they were making um they suddenly everybody realized there's these people who are dealing in like a hundred, 200, 300 kilos of cocaine coming into Los Angeles. And we don't know who they are. And they ended up uh, poking around and they found out that it was um, Duff and Jamiroquai. But of course they all thought it was Duff. Like that's the guy. Yeah. Um, so they, um, they got married, had a son, the, the pro skater, um, there's Anthony, a funny Anthony. picture in that documentary of him as like a, I don't even know if he's a toddler. I don't even know if he can walk yet. He's like standing and I think holding mom and dad's fingers to keep his balance up diaper onesie and a big ass fucking gold chain, <laughs> which I thought was pretty awesome. Um, he talked about his childhood. He said he literally went to school with $200 for lunch money. Yeah. Like he was like, that's no thing. Like I just, here's your lunch money, $200 yeah. in school. Like that's gotta be a crazy life to, I mean, and he still didn't know because I mean, I think you'll get to it, but she starts figuring out how to launder the money by creating a company that sells hair extensions. Um, and so he really thinks that she just sells hair extensions. He doesn't know she's one of the biggest drug dealers in the world. And he's young. I mean, he's young, but here's the thing though. And it's not just that she's selling hair extensions. She decided to build this business selling hair extensions. She flew to Italy to buy the best hair you could buy for hair extensions and was selling it to Natalie Cole Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson, like if you are a black celebrity, you were getting your hair from her because she's because you're getting your hair and your cocaine from, from her. her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, like some of her friends said it was a completely legitimate business. She could have just quit. That hair business was she did it. It's done. Like yeah. you could get out of it, but it wasn't exciting to her. She was yeah. the I mean, first, it was like a, the first black hair distributor in Los Angeles had the biggest again in the 80s. Like if you cornered uh Fucking hair extensions and Jerry Curl juice. You were rich. Yeah, and she could have quit. She could have got out. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. it. Go have she some hair fun. That's boring. Go do something that's exciting yeah. then. Do, but how are you going to get something as exciting as being like the crack king? You can't. Like, yeah, crack queen. Yeah. yeah. So um, at one point, uh, she gets a phone call from Daff, who's, um, and all the articles had this completely wrong. One article said he was washing his car. Um, one article said he was, uh, walking to his car. Um, but according to her account, she was at, he was at his favorite car wash, which is where they would shoot craps, which is so funny. Cause like, man, you live like down the street from Michael Jackson and drive a BMW, have all the money in the world. And you go to some ghetto shit, like go to the car wash and shoot craps with dudes that might shoot you in the fucking head. You Cause take, you grew up in the ghetto, man. You can take the duff out of the ghetto. <laughs> Yeah. Can't take the ghetto out of the dove. Yep. So he was down there shooting craps. And I mean, that's a whole thing, man. Like you're not like shooting street craps is like a thing, especially in South Central LA. Like there's no, you can't do it at the house. 
No, like, no, they're, the, it's Never again, it's part of the thrill. Like you want to be with some sketchy motherfuckers in an alley, shooting craps, talking shit, um, talking shit about their mom, throwing crazy fucking wagers out there. Like part of, like part of the thrill is the danger of who you're fucking gambling with, you know? Wow. So, um, but she calls or he calls her and says, Hey, I'm running late. I'm on a huge winning streak. I don't want to break this. I love you. I'll be home later. She was like, okay, cool. I love you too. I'll see you in a little bit. And then someone walks up and shoots him in the back of the head and kills him while he's shooting craps. And which is a pretty fucking bold move knowing who he's married to. Right. And that's the thing. Everybody like they think that might've been why actually that might might've been a target. The craps wasn't really what was up. Probably. No, no, no. The craps wasn't if they just knew. So at, at this point, they think he's the the fucking big wig, right? I right. think he's the fucking runner. So you're right. Either way, bold move, yeah. right? But yeah, that that might be the the, the motivation behind it. Was no, I thought th- he was the guy. Yeah, it was probably somebody in the wanting to dominate crack. They saw that it was Duff. If I kill his ass, I can take over. And then they killed his ass. And then a week later, everything was still working exactly like it always had. And then they Except were like, for, "Oh goddamn, it was Jamiroquai." Yeah. Even crazier because then she fucking went and bought like business suits and got fucking crazy and started going to like Vegas trying to meet uh, new people. So she got business suits, took off to Vegas because she was just in LA and South Central. Yeah. She goes to Vegas. It, it kind of turned to mob status. Well, she meets like, a guy and like, hey, can you get Coke or whatever? Yeah, I'll buy it. And like, like finds the guy and who to get it from and then like meets the dude that sells it and then just like starts making connections. And then she like sells him his Coke and then she flies to fucking Texas and sells them. So finds another guy yeah. and sells him his Coke. And, well, then she she ends, goes, and she ends up getting to the point where she's directly dealing with the drug Lords in Colombia. She's no longer crazy. She's no longer dealing with the person that realistically was providing her CIA cocaine. Cause, um, Cause it has to be hard to get went, to because yeah. at least in the movies, it's always like, no, you can't talk to that guy. Right. Cause there's always some middleman who wants to fucking throw except his for, cut on top of it. I mean, you know except I mean? for, yeah. When you're, when you're buying that much volume. Yeah. I but mean, then if I'm the guy that is talking to Columbia, I'm not fucking telling you how to talk to Columbia. Sure. Yeah, but you're buying that volume, I'm going to throw my money on top. If of you it. have enough money though, you'll figure it out. Maybe. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, She's yeah, making yeah, more yeah. money than that guy. Yeah. You just go around that guy. Once you've got that much money, you just fucking go around that guy and make some phone calls. Cause he's, he's wholesaling it to her. Right. She's right. selling it at top dollar. Right. She's making more than he is. No, I get it. It just feels like no one would give up their connect. Well, they won't, but yeah. you could get it. All you have to do is apparently she there. did. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So she starts making millions of dollars a week. And, um, she, the reason that she starts to expand wasn't necessarily out of greed. Um, but a big thing was, um, a, the war on drugs was just starting to get real, but B, um, LA was trying to clean itself up for the 1984 Olympics. So LA was doubling down on like on, on squashing, um, anyone who was dealing, you know, on any significant level, they were shutting it down. So she was like, I've got to start, you know, I can't rely just on Los Angeles. So she starts selling in Vegas. She starts selling in Chicago. She starts selling in San Francisco. She starts to sell crack everywhere. And that's when crack starts to spread from being a South central thing to being an American thing. Right. Um, one of the things that speaks of how terrifying she was is one of her drug dealers, a guy named Dino, who was apparently a fucking dumbass. Um, she was supposed to, he was supposed to take 30 keys of, of, uh, crack to Vegas. And, fucking idiot though. Yeah. He was trying to be big, big gangster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So rolling with champagne yeah, in the, in the limo. Yeah. He should have just fucking put it in his trunk and driven to fucking Vegas, but he gets a limo 
and puts it it's not even in the trunk it's just next to him in the fucking car and he's that's what you want to do is draw attention to yourself yeah. i mean that could be that could be your your de- defense like no way anyone's transferring 30 kilos inside that limo right you know what i mean you that would work until you start fucking drinking getting drunk and pointing guns yeah so then they get stuck in traffic going into vegas which welcome to vegas so he starts getting pissed off and flashing his gun at people and telling them they're going too slow those people f- find pay phones and call the cops and say there's a fucking crazy black dude in the limo flashing guns at people so the cops finally catch up with him um arrest him so this guy previous drug convictions a gun fucking 30 keys of coke uh and even with that he wouldn't fucking rat on her solid man yeah they were just like you know just give us you know tell us what you want to tell us and he was like i'm not saying shit yeah because you die probably just like any other gang or fucking anything else like you rat you die no that's true but plenty of people rat i mean the main thing is you're afraid of the boss yeah if you're not afraid of the boss you're gonna rat so obviously he you know again they don't talk about it in anything but she had to have been killing people otherwise yeah there there had to be yeah yeah, there had to be some fear yeah there's no way you get to that level by just being the nice lady (laughs) like yeah fuckers are getting iced you know yeah um so she ends up teaming up with a guy named percy bratton aka cheese and apparently they have some sort of a relationship they have like uh uh, they start to date and um he's hanging out the back of her sometimes what's that he's hanging out with her but it's out the back of her that's where he's hanging out no nothing no (laughs) you never heard that want to hang out i'll hang out the back of you no i've never heard that so that's because you're not, you're not, you're not G, Dave. You're not G E. <laughs> you're G E E, not G. Um, so he, uh, this one I wasn't exactly sure the timeline of exactly what happened because the articles and the documentary all kind of didn't line up here. Um, so he, he starts to deal um in uh illinois i'm guessing chicago i mean it says alton illinois but you're probably the pipeline for chicago and um he starts to uh get deliveries of cocaine sent to him and then he starts sending money back to her gave her a hundred thousand dollars in cash on uh one time she got twenty five thousand dollars and hit it in her girdle and bra and flew back to la um i feel like that kind of money it's not even worth making that flight with 25 grand in your girdle you know what i mean that's like fucking nothing like why is it even worth taking 25 grand she got millions and millions and millions right. she's gonna fly with twenty five thousand dollars shoved in your no. girdle it's just that it's that excitement thing. I think. I think so because you could fucking pay a dude a thousand bucks to drive the twenty five thousand bucks to L.A. and you're not doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but anyway. So and he's he's wiring money to her. He wired her forty thousand dollars, which was bad on her end because he kept track of all the wires. So he had yeah, a fucking paper trail, yeah, man. Don't be do- doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I take Venmo. Sure. Yeah. So the. Again, this is where the clash came. So I read one thing that one of Cheese's couriers got busted with a shitload of money, and then he ratted on Cheese, which made Cheese rat on her. 
But then I read another one that said that cheese. I kept saying cheese and rat, like fucking mouse yeah. and cheese. Like they said that cheese got busted with several kilos of cocaine in his car, so he ended up ratting snitching, on her. Snitching. So I don't know. I don't know if his underling got busted, ratted out on cheese, so they had a reason to pull him over. And then when they pulled him over, he had coke in his car. Oh, he definitely like, ratted on her. Like that was the whole thing. The right, entire, the like, whole thing about someone else ratting on him first, and I don't right can't assemble the. My guess is someone got pinched, said it was this guy. The cops now had a reason to get a warrant to pull that guy over. They pulled that guy over and found his coke. I, and then, I remember it, it was because Cheese was actually selling to like a, a DEA informant. He just didn't know it. Like he, he was selling to DEA, and that's how he got busted because he was in. He was selling. They had to set him up. So and then that separate person was just a totally different person who got busted in and I think so because Oh, I wonder if that person getting busted is what made the DEA agent know to go to cheese. I don't know. What I remember what I remember seeing in the documentary was that that cheese guy was selling directly to a DEA informant he didn't know at the time. He gets busted and then his uh defense to try to get less time is fucking sell her out and he used all the Western Union transfers to Well, I wonder man, like the government's crazy, like the the CIA is you know D, starting yeah, the, the DEA starting, is not the CIA though yeah I know the yeah. CIA is starting the crack epidemic and then the fucking DEA is there trying to stop you're it, right you though know, how like, does the DEA feel about that we're like oh I'm gonna get all this drug off the streets goddamn CIA is fucking well they probably don't in. know they probably didn't told know. them yeah and, well then, yeah. and even now though they probably would say no that didn't happen you right. know I mean they're they're not gonna fess up to it even though you know everybody knows right. <laughs> I think at some point they might have fessed up to it. I think they did fess up to it. I think they were like, yeah, well, you they did. There's, we did there's that. documents. Yeah. Cause it's but easy. That, that's, old, that's old news. It's like, Oh, the, the, the leader of the CIA at that time is, is no longer with us. So yeah, we did that. It was his fault. Yeah. And we were doing it to bust these guys over here. Right. Exactly. Internationally. Yeah. We, we had yeah, bigger yeah, fish to fry. Yeah. Um, so you take down Jamiroquai. We got El Chapo. Exactly. He rats her out and um, she spent several years on the lamb. She's still running her drug empire, but she's in like deep cover hiding. She's not making any mistakes. No one knows where she is. No one can find her. Um, and she fucks up because at her son's sixth grade graduation ceremony, she decides to come out of hiding to attend that graduation ceremony. And uh, the DEA is there waiting for her and they arrest her. Um, and arrest her with conspiracy to distribute cocaine and five counts of money laundering. Um, and all of it deals with the whole, the whole sentencing that she got is because of her deals in Illinois through cheese. So at the end of the day, she should have had much longer sentences, but they couldn't get anything else to stick. What was it? It was the DeLorean thing. Like she didn't directly have contact with a lot of that shit. You know what I mean? You can only yeah. got what you got. Cause she only did what she actually did. No, but that's what the the RICO laws and all that stuff that came to be able to bust mob leaders. Like you can arrest the mob leader for murder, even though he didn't murder the guy because he's the one who gave the order to the person that ordered the person that ordered the person to kill the guy. Now you can arrest them for that at the top of the heap. You just have to be able to connect the dots. But these were the only dots anyone could connect to her. was a couple wire transfers. Yeah. Yeah. So at the trial, um, 
she tries to make an argument that she thought that cheese was a musician and that the money that she was getting, he was just like, he was just sending her money because he was a successful musician. And the counter argument was like, in order to send you that much money, he would have had to be such a famous fucking musician that you would have been seeing him on MTV. Like you're not that dumb. Stop. Right. You know, no next. Um, the, and there's a whole article that's uh, I'll post it in the show link, uh, the show notes, but it was like, I think it was one of the persecutors like summary of what happened at the trial and the defenses that they tried and how they shot. Persecutor. Is that a prosecutor? Persecutor. Persecutor. What's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, she said she never gave there's him a, there's coke. A difference. This guy never gave her money. Um, the but anyway she ends up getting at the end of the day a 15 year prison prison sentence um which one of the things i read said that everyone thought it was probably going to be closer to 25 years but for some reason she was able to get it down to to 15 years and um i didn't see a whole lot about it but in she only serves 12 of her 15 years and in that time she she found uh the Lord and started a ministry and apparently she started a ministry in prison that was fairly yeah. successful. And then when she got out of prison, she started a church in South central that looks to be a successful church. Imagine I w- yeah. I wonder how much money she makes to the church. Probably a lot. <laughs> I think she's the kind of person that you could put in any position. Like you could take all her money away and yeah. then set her back and be like, all right, here's a thousand bucks well, and you have an apartment go. And then she's back on top. The, again. the thing is though, like she, from the beginning, she she's already been there and done that. Once right. you have that experience, you can take that and put, she put it into the and, hair business. Right. She sold the crack, you know, cocaine to crack, put it into the hair business, made a successful business. Business, business, business right. is business. She learned it. She figured it right. out. She knows her market. And so she can, she can continue to do that. You and know? here's the thing that like, cause th- this speaks to her ability with business is it's like, she they're like oh we need to come up with some kind of a front so we can launder this money and she's like okay a hair business cut to two months later she's importing the best hair from italy and selling it to fucking michael jackson yeah that's the thing is like the connections (laughs) that she makes christ so yeah well and that's why that's why you don't hear i mean she's out now obviously she's she's a minister or running a church and that's why you're not hearing if she killed anybody, right. all the crazy <laughs> exactly shit. Right. Because if she did, it would, it would, you know, it would put her back in jail. You know what I mean? So and she has none to of it came out. She's no matter to, what yeah. the DEA and the FBI tried yep. to do, this yep. one deal in Illinois is the only thing they could stick to her. And I yep. promise you, there was some nasty, evil shit that she did to get to where she was. No, for sure. You're not directly dealing with the Colombians and being the the queen. The FBI calls you the queen pin of crack cocaine in America without fucking splitting some skulls. Actually, it was it was uh, from what I read. Uh, I read an article uh, kind of about her son. I was looking up her son, you know, the skater because I remember him. And uh, it said in the world, like she was the Probably. she was the largest dealer in the world. Probably I was like, I at the time, come so. across her before. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I know she crazy. said like when they talk about her husband's a, death, she says, "I know, and they know." Yeah. We know when who, they talk who about killed who killed him. him. Yeah. yeah, she yeah. says, "I know who killed him. He knows who killed him." Right. Yeah. Like she ain't saying shit. Yeah. 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 So, and I mean, there's, there's crazy stuff out there like, uh, El Chapo's, um, 
the the highest uh, assassin on El Chapo's, you know, in his in his camp in the cartel was a was a chick. Oh, you know, wow. it was a woman, yeah, black so, mamba, yeah, yeah, and so yeah, she was she was like a she was like an online like kind of model, uh, like a in, like a in, like an influencer almost, and she was an assassin for El Chapo. Damn, like yeah, there's like crazy stuff That's out there. Like, shit, yeah. yeah, there's crazy stuff out there, and and you know, I don't know. So yeah, she she co-wrote a book called Queen Pin, a memoir. Um, with a guy named David Ritz. If you're, I was going to say, if you're into true crime, you could pick it up and read it. But a couple of reviews of it that I read no, weren't very no. kind, no. and they said that if you're into true crime, don't bother reading it because the whole the whole thing is more about her coming to Jesus than it is about oh. her time. Like the whole thing is colored with I came to Jesus glasses, so it's not truly the memoir of the gritty yeah. shit that she did. It's all you know Jesus mode. So. Um, hmm. But that's yeah, that's the story. I'd never heard of her before. Crazy that she had that much power over drugs in America. I also have to wonder though, did she get away with so much? I just realized right now the reason she probably didn't get arrested for all the fucking shit she was doing is the CIA. Probably there yeah. were probably numerous cases brought against her. And when they were getting ready to get to a judge, they the CIA would show up and be like, drop this case. Like, you, yeah. she's ours. Like, this is ours. Like, they either. either That's what kept her from her. getting caught so long. Like, she she lasted so long because she was sort of protected unknowingly. Right. I wonder if the CIA either overtly. Because a lot of times you'll see that, you know, you'll hear about that happening. The FBI will show up to arrest some dude. And then, like, the LAPD is like, this guy is LAPD. He's been undercover for two years. Do not arrest him. You're going to ruin our case. And it's like the CIA does shit like that all the fucking time. So maybe there were some bigger things they were going to stick to her. And the CIA kept stepping in and saying, nope, classified. Don't fuck with her. Leave it be. That's probably right. Or even worse, all the people who she needed to remove, the CIA might have just removed. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> probably, probably all of the above. Yeah. yeah, all of the above. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she was CIA. Maybe. And again, if you don't, <laughs> you don't fucking know, if you don't know the CIA connection, go back and listen to our CIA crack cocaine episode. Cause we talk, we talk about it quite a bit. So. Yep. All right. Uh, Cracking your ass. Social media winner. Um, episode 475, the Buddha field cult um, is going to be one underscore peach underscore flamingo. Alexis Batista um, is going to win a sticker pack um, from printer cheap for sharing on Instagram or interacting on Instagram. Um, so thank you for doing that. Frankie pigeons is going to hit you up and get your contact info. Um, we really appreciate social media interaction. It's really fucking hard. Like uh, it's like to even get people, people scroll through just fucking, it just hit like, you know what I mean? Just a comment, say something right. funny. I mean, we've said this before people get on there to say balls, like, but if you enjoy the episode, say so, you know what I mean? That it's huge for us. If you go on there and say great episode or whatever, if you mean it, you don't have to lie for us, but if you like the episode and you're scrolling through Instagram, liking fucking pictures of food and shit, just if you could leave a comment for us, engage, tag someone that you think might enjoy the episode because they're into that topic or subject matter, that kind of stuff is huge for us. And that's why we give away prizes to 
try to reward it because you can't pay for that kind of advertisement. You just can't get it. Um, and your friend will thank you because maybe they do love JFK or Roswell or whatever the fuck we're talking about. So tag a friend if you think it's something your friend would like. And that's extremely helpful to us. Um, also, uh, we're part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. You can go to podbelly.com and check out um, other cool podcasts like All Things Star Wars Podcast. If you're a Star Wars nerd, they have hundreds of episodes about Star Wars. And it's all the little nerdy shit that the rest of your friends don't know because they're not nerdy enough. And that's the great thing. They are nerdy enough and you can listen to them and you can chime in and comment on their social media. Right. They're, they're available on podbelly.com as well as Graveyard Tales. So if you're into paranormal stuff, um, Podbelly has got quite a few paranormal podcasts. There's Ectoplasm and Graveyard Tales and Graveyard Shift. There's a bunch on there. Go check them out. And if you're learning how to podcast or wanting to learn how or looking for information, that's another great resource. Um, there's also merchandise on there if you like just cute pigs and you don't give a fuck about podcasts, you would probably find something on there that you want. Um, also, we are brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. Um, I haven't heard anything on the meetup. I, I don't know, honestly. Um, I'll send out another message this week because we're closing in on that date. Uh, I know that we uh, still have an Airbnb. So <laughs> that's still reserved. Um, I don't know um, what the world's going to look like. I don't think anyone really does. So we've just been playing it by ear on that meetup. Um, but I'll talk to Elio Cateco and we'll find out. Um, but they are delicious and they have a variety of seven flavors that are in a local grocery store next to you. If you find it in the wild, take a picture and tag Elio Cateco and tag us. Um, I'm going to give away some prizes for some people that interacted on Elio Cateco's Instagram. If you could keep doing that, if you haven't done it yet, go like the shit out of their Instagram until Instagram blocks you. Um, go just say, Hey, Sofa King podcast sent me here. I love Elio Cateco. Little things like that are giant for us too, because we need to show Elio Cateco that we have an impact and it's worth them paying us to say this stuff. Um, and for you, the reward is deliciousness and it really will change your life. I say that and it sounds silly, but as much as brushing your teeth, you probably would use Elio Cateco every day on one meal or another. Um, so check it out. Go buy some. Put it in your mouth. Thank you to Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com to get printed goods. If you need stickers, if you have a business, a podcast, um, anything like that, a band, um, you need stickers, you need stuff like that, go over there. Um, I think they're starting a, there's going to be a new banner thing they're doing too, like two day banners for really inexpensive. So when I get information on that, um, I'll shout that out as well, but use code sofa King podcast at printdirtcheap.com to save some money. And same thing. If you're on their social media, go hit it go like it, go comment, say sofa King sent you, um, check out Jimmy D's tees. He's got all kinds of cool shirts. He makes some of our shirts, um, like him on social media. Um, damn, we actually have a prize, uh, and I fucking forgot it, but I'll post it. Um, because we picked someone because you guys did increase his likes by quite a bit. Actually, we asked last week that you go like and follow Jimmy D on Instagram and he got a, a good turnout on that. Keep doing that. We'll keep giveaway prizes for things like that. And we really appreciate it. Um, go check out sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop to get stickers, hoodies, hats, anything that we have so you can represent our brand. And it's another way to support us outside of Patreon. Um, on that note, I think that's everything I got. Uh, speaking on Patreon, we have the uh, giveaway. Oh, shit, the giveaway. So, um, yeah. So if you're still on the live feed, uh, I'm going to ask for a number between one and a hundred. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to pick a number and whoever's closest to it, we'll go ahead and go with that number. Um, and then, um, <clears throat> so basically if you're listening, uh, I, I'm going to, I'm thinking of a number right now and it's between one and 100. So, uh, put your number in, and then we'll, I'll do uh, our sculpt member of the month and we'll come back to the numbers and what I'm going to do this time different. I'm going to pick the, between the last 100 messages in Patreon, 
uh, whatever number it is, um, we'll, 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 that's the winner. So it, it's very random. Uh, I see. So it could be anybody, a uh, new start, member, old member. You mean to start telling you these numbers? No, uh, I'll, I'll do, I'll, I have a number in my head. So, and then we'll come back to the closest. If there's a tie, then it's a tie. So it, it doesn't really matter. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So, I got to tell you the numbers on the live feed. Yeah, you see it there? No, I don't have it up. Well, that's what I'm saying. But, uh, do you want me to tell you these numbers they're saying right now? Right now? Well, how many are we going to do? Do I not understand how your thing works? You asked them to say numbers in the live mm-hmm. feed. Do you want to know the numbers they mm-hmm. said right here? Oh, fine. We'll do it right now then. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're going to okay, go ahead. on the show. Yeah. Ahead, yeah. So um, I have a number in my head. So, so we've got 69, mm-hmm. 12, 47, 420. Obviously, that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Uh, 73, mm-hmm. 29. That's what's come in so far. Okay. So any more? There were some early numbers, but I can't scroll back enough. They just uh, started putting numbers in. Because <laughs> they did it earlier. Because you said whoever's closest, so out of those numbers, who was yeah. closest to your number? Uh, did you, was there a 49 on there, you said? There's 17, 33, 38, and then 69, 12, 47, 73, 29. Uh, 47 is going to be 47. Was 50. Okay. 50. Right. So 47. So let me... Let me count uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 9, 10, 11. Sorry, 12, 30, 40. So Clinton wins nothing. He just picked the number 20, of the patron that's going to win. Yes. 8, 4, 5, 6, 30. Send you some stickers or something, Clinton. Sorry. Stickers. It's kind of, kind of bunk. Yeah. Send him a sticker pack. 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46. 47 is Nathan Miller. All right. Nathan. So Nathan Miller, you are the winner for the uh, patron uh, giveaway for the month. It's going to be the uh, Plague Doctor mask. Nice. Um, I'm kind of jealous. I am. Yeah. The, same, thing with the, with the, same thing with the banana phone. I was like, I have to give this away. I can't believe it took so long to get here, though. We looked for one that was like in California, like to try it took and like, a get long it time. Maybe yeah. those, are, those might be in short know. supply because people are know. buying them. Maybe. You know, and we thought of that long before it was the cool thing. Too. Right. Like that was right. way back. When we yeah. It was like, yeah, we were trying to get it before, like we, before it yeah. went back to normal and nobody barely made it anymore. Into the month, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So Nathan Miller, um, message us on Patreon. Uh, or on Facebook or whatever, and and uh, we'll get a hold of you and go from there. So I'm sure we have your mailing address and everything. All right, you got school member of the month. Yep, school member of the month, Chris Strain. Uh, Chris Strain. Uh, this will be the. Oh, actually. Oh. What? No, it's not. It's the first. Hey man, I don't know. It's the first. I don't know. What do you think, Dave? Give me, should be, we give it to him? Nathan, I, yeah, should we Nathan. give it to him? Oh, you, you know what? One. I missed one. You did I did miss one. Miss one. Yeah, we okay. did miss one so, all right. Yep. I almost, I forgot it's the first on, on okay. So, uh, so anyway, so some, some things that, that Chris does, is he constantly picks his cuticles, uh, out of anxiety yeah. to go to. Um, so, uh, he wraps up, uh, each finger and masking tape, uh, until he can't bend them. He well, likes to do that too. Well, the reason that he picks his nose a lot, honestly, is what's happening. Right. And it's causing his cuticles to come back like that because he always has his finger in his nose. That's weird. Yeah. And then he bites it and it looks like he's eating his boogers, but really it's just he's picking the bloody skin off his cuticle from yeah. picking his nose. Yeah. It's gross. It's fucking yeah. gross. Yeah. Uh, he enjoys popping zits. Right. Uh, not only on himself, but on other people. I know. Strange. So you have one like strangers. Yeah. Strangers. Like if you're in a restaurant and you have a fucking pimple on the back of your he, head. He patted my back through my shirt and was like rubbing on. I was like, what are you doing, bro? He's like, oh, nothing. Just, just checking. Feeling. And I was like, he's like, nothing. 
nothing. And he walked away. I didn't have yeah. anything. Uh, he likes pre- he wears press on nails, mm-hmm. uh, which is part of the cuticle issue. Yeah. Also. It's weird though because they're short. Like it's not. They just look like his nails on top of his nails. Yeah, yeah I, I think it might true. have to do with the inflamed cuticles. He's just trying to bring the nail bed up to match, so you don't notice yeah. the whole nose that makes picking. Sense. That it makes has something sense. to do with the nose picking. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he <laughs> uh, whenever he's anxious, also he dances like a robot. Right. So like you'll be talking to him, and all of a sudden he starts doing yeah. the robot it's a tick. It's a tick. Uh, yeah. yeah. So um, he collects a lot of key rings. Okay. Just the silver, regular key rings, different sizes. A lot, most of this, I, I didn't know that one. I Yeah, most of this I knew about. Um, yeah, so let me see what other... Oh, he loves knotting uh, the baby hair on his chest. Mm, so he just, has very thin... Just it's palms, not regular... He palms it? Yeah. yeah, it's not regular hair. It's very baby hairish, yeah. very thin, uh, like angel hair pasta, you mm-hmm. know, t- compared it. to spaghetti. Yeah, he knots it up. Yeah, he likes to... You know the old thing where the, the Indian burn on your arm and it yeah. smells like peanut butter? Well, that's what, what? you never done that Indian burn yes peanut butter well, no the, where the does thing, a new smell where, come from it's the thing where you it doesn't you emit like, odors you yeah, don't all of a sudden get magic like peanut, peanut butter. butter yep come get me bro do I have, <laughs> to, have, have to have arm hair I'm telling you yeah it's like I don't have any arm hair I don't know if it's arm do. hair or not. I think it is the arm hair though I think it's the arm hair because you never done that when you were a kid yes but it didn't smell like peanut yeah, butter yeah, I'm saying I agree with Indian burn you do the rub like crazy and then it smells like peanut butter and it works on anybody yeah yeah I think you're making that up. I'm not making it up, man. This Chris Train stuff's all real, but that's made up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. If you're listening out there, you try it. You do the Indian burn, smell it, see if it has peanut butter smell. And then you can let burn. Hundreds of 13 people are trying that right now. Hundreds of 13 people. They're all on camera. (laughs) Cats and dogs. Dave's Dave's rubbing his balls right now. So, anyway, so uh, thank you, Chris Train. We appreciate your uh, peanut butter smell. We appreciate uh, everything you do and uh, keep, keep participating and uh, you know, just thank you for, thank you for being there and supporting us. Pretty much it. There's you nothing on the internet up. about this. Yeah, this shit, I mean, up. come on. I'm not making it up. Why would I make things up? You had other friends up. say that? I don't make, no, it happened to me. I've done it before. But maybe you just thought it smelled like peanut butter. Did you have other? No, people it was somebody was concur? like, "Hey, you want to smell peanut butter?" And they did it, and then they're like, "Smell." That was the power of suggestion. Right, whatever. It's the power no, of voodoo. Who do you do what? Remind me of the babe. You need to do the rest of your stuff. Reddit. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you're on Reddit, go to r four slash Sofa King Podcast or in the conversation there. If you're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, we are at Sofa King Podcast. Also, oh, did I say at Sofa King Podcast for Reddit? I didn't hear it. Well, we are Sofa King. I was thinking official. about. I was thinking about the movie The Labyrinth. I'll uh, be honest. We are Sofa King official on Reddit. We're giving away gold, uh, giving away uh, items, jewels, gems. And silver as well. Gold chains, silvers, yes. platinums, whatever is out there. I don't even know. I don't know. I just, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a wee Redditor. I don't have. We're like a, a leprechaun making it rain. Yeah. So. Virtually rain. Yeah. Yep. Just putting gold at the end of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. You know how we do. Um, R forward slash Sofa King podcast, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King podcast, uh, like follow, comment, uh, share, sharing, uh, get you items, get you things, get you gifts, prizes. You can win stuff. Uh, each week we're giving away. I'm a professional shipper. I professional ship. Now. I ship. Yes. now. I'm a sailor. Yeah. I sail. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, they call him a skipper. Yes. Yeah, he's a captain. Skipper, the shipper. So, <laughs> So anyway, uh, personal Instagram, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also check out Jimmy D's Teas. Check out Elikitego underscore Hot Sauce and Podbelly. We are a Podbelly member. Um, that's pretty much it. Patreon.com black slash Sofa King podcast. And uh, we'll have to search for a new gift of things that you won't buy yourself, but you desperately need. And we will find and, uh, one. We will find one. It'll mm-hmm. happen. So that's pretty much it. 
So, uh, Spotify playlist, uh, Sofa King Podcast 2020 on Spotify. Don't be retarded. Birds in the bed, nose rubbing on bait. Niggas getting money, bitches tracking that safe. Look, contraband in the cupboard, we trapped for the summer This work and make your head stand up like Iman Shumper Cali boy, but I'm dodging the New York undercover We push bubba, clean crystal and stretch rubber Hit with a plate, five days, get 50k, that's 10 a day Kick flips, no sneaker games, extended stays Hopping away and getting paid See the risk we take, avoiding the jakes with no mistakes Bitch think you supposed to blow it all on dinner dates Just a tongue wrestle, I ain't Triple H When you in and out the state, living out a suitcase This roadie has no time to send a bougie bitch a bouquet Don't fiend, Tatiana wanna sniff it since she blue face It's the shit the doctor prescribed to numb your toothache Brody wanna rap but he too caught up selling souffle He get them kicks then he push them like Lupe Birds in the bed, nose rubbing on bait. Niggas getting money, bitches trying to get saved. Birds in the bed, nose rubbing on bait. Niggas getting money, bitches trying to get saved. Birds in the bed, nose rubbing on bait. Niggas getting money, bitches trying to get saved. Birds in the bed, nose rubbing on bait. When he pull up to the corner store, the junkies Cupid Sheffield It's just Balenciaga bricks in that Dior Duffel You wanna make your profit double, make the pot bubble Oh, that line of mongo Bricks on the dashboard, fast money, fast cars Trying to knock a cash daughter, push packs out the glass bar Make that money fast forward, still trapped out the rap for They know I got it for cheap, what the fuck would you ask for? I confiscated like the task force, they just can't audit us Silicon Valley, boy, I'm just getting started up Pull up on your block, get your big homie collared up John Gotti couldn't mob with us, Hey, Don't be calling us, if you ain't getting money, you can't ball with us My niggas in the big leagues, I don't think you tall enough We walk enough, but I don't think you crawled enough Ask the feds, man, I swear they done it all to catch us, my niggas Birds in the bed, nose rubbing on bait Niggas getting money, bitches trying to get saved Birds in the bed, nose rubbing on bait Niggas getting money, bitches trying to get saved Birds in the bed, nose rubbing on bait Niggas getting money, bitches trying to get saved Birds in the bed, nose rubbing on bait